Dear friends, it is JCB Live. Welcome. Bonjour. Bonsoir. We're going to have a very exciting time tonight. We happen to be in the famous, historical, and most wanted town in America, Youngville, in the heart of the Napa Valley. And the town is buzzing within social distance, of course. A very exciting time, as you know, we've been over the last three months very calm, very quiet. It has been very gentle, smooth evolution of the grapes growing softly and beautifully. But thanks to an amazing individual, his great lobbying, his great influence, his great power, the town of Yonville is electric again. A few restaurants have opened. Some of the hotels are tasting rooms within the new rules of California are open. And people are here coming from all over the state, driving, meeting friends. It's so exciting to see California, Napa Valley, the way we've known it all these years. Obviously, there's the new strict program in place, but this is so exciting. So tonight, I have an amazing guest. His name is John Dunbar. He's been a great inspiration to all of us here in Napa Valley. He's been one of the most phenomenal mayor that I've known, and I belong to many cities. With all our wineries, I see a lot of mayors. This one, as you will see, is one of the most special, the most unique, the most charismatic. He's been in California for many years, got actually his degree from Davis. So all of you who love wine, he knows a lot about wine as we'll see tonight. He worked at Berkeley and has been very fortunately for all of us, the mayor of Yonville since 2010. And I hope he goes for re-election because he's the best Yonville can ever dream to have. He's now as well leading all the key mayors of California throughout the entire state. This is a very unique role and we'll talk about it. And he was appointed as well in the agricultural advisory of our governor. So major role, big influence and phenomenal man. So to make him come faster, I'm going to do as always. I won't savor it today because we have great friends in the lounge, but I will pop the cork. Are you ready for the sound? And all the wines are, of course, pre-poured following the artistic regulations of the state. But I'm very pleased to welcome the fabulous, the very charming and sexy mayor of Longville, John Dunbar. Bonjour, John. Hello. Cheers. Hands up. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. This is not a breakage. Now, as long as we're staying socially distant, I can go ahead and take this off. I love it. So, John, we can cheer. Cheers. Welcome to the lounge, a place you come often. We're very honored. So, it's always good to start with bubbles. Always good. This is how we start every day, from morning to lunch to dinner. It's a good way to do. That's right. So, John, You've been amazingly active, very dynamic during all this time. Describe us, over the last three months, how your life has been. 
my life has been in front of a computer on Zoom calls, it seems like uh, all day, every day. Um, we have so much happening. We have the, obviously the public health crisis with COVID-19. We have the police brutality incident and the social justice uh, movement that we are also uh, very engaged in and responding to. Um, and we're trying to bring back, as you already uh, identified, our economy. And so right. we're seeing progress made, uh, I think, in all those fronts. Uh, and so uh, it's going to just continue to take a lot of effort. Uh, I'm busy uh, talking to a lot of my colleagues in yes. Napa County, statewide, as you, as you mentioned, with the League of California Cities, National League of Cities, U.S. Conference of Mayors. So I use all of these associations so that I could be a better local leader here in Yalta. Well, and you have been. So this whole crisis happened. How did you react at first? Because I can only imagine your house, you know, when this whole thing started, the phone ringing, the emails buzzing, and how do you react to this? This is a unique situation for sure. We, unfortunately, here in the Napa Valley, have become all too familiar with natural disasters. Yes. And, but we can basically, typically see those coming. Certainly the earthquake in 2014, we did not see coming, shook us uh, awake in the middle of the night. Uh, but the wildfires that we experienced in 2017, yes. we've, we've been able to at least uh, react and understand what we're uh, being challenged by. This pandemic has been unique in that it has affected the entire world. Uh, it affected us, this kind of invisible uh, pandemic that we weren't sure exactly what it was. We weren't sure how to respond to it. And so it's been a real challenge and a learning experience for our public health sector, as well as all of us elected officials that are trying to respond as quickly as we can to keep our residents safe. Yeah, which you have because Youngville is again a prime example as well as Napa Valley, isn't it? We've worked really hard uh, to be as safe, proactive as possible. It's been uncomfortable at times to, you know, we're a community that loves to get together. That's right. And being socially distant, yeah, being socially distant is not in our DNA, frankly. So it has been challenging, but we have been very respectful, not only in Yonville, but throughout the Napa Valley, because we wanted to not only keep people healthy and safe, yeah. but we wanted to try to bring back as quickly as possible and as safely as possible our businesses. And we are finally able to see that and really experience it in a good way. Well, on that note, maybe you give a little update because we wanted to start obviously with our JCB 21 to celebrate because today, thanks to our mayor John Dunbar and all his great work with his colleagues in California, we are reopening. So. Maybe you want to give a few details of what is opening and under which circumstances so we can bring more people in. Sure. So we are open to wine taste, clearly. Yeah. Uh, our restaurants are back into serving in the restaurants, dining service. Uh, Napa County is ahead of a lot of the counties in the Bay Area and even throughout the state because we have been so uh, successful with our public health response. So we're seeing our hotels already. They were just allowed to come back online on Friday. Wow. Just a, uh, just a so week ago. So you can all come and stay here. That's the hotel right. is open. We have hotels already taking guests. Not, not everyone is open. Most are. Some are still bringing their employees back. Some are waiting to make sure that they have all the proper uh, public health and safety protocols in place. As you see, we were even talking about, you know, pre-pouring of the wine yes. is part of the 
temporary new wine tasting experience. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we're educating our employees, we're educating our business leaders, and we're also educating our visitors and our residents so that they can come back and enjoy Yountville, but do it in a safe way. I'm going to ask you a different question now, in a sense that it's an unusual one. What do you think has been the positive side of the last three months? Because, you know, in any crisis, there's obviously the tragic side of it. But some of us, and you're a very optimistic individual, you're a great mayor, you think forward. What has been the, what will be the positive outcome of this? Well, I think as we continue to keep our residents and our visitors safe and healthy, that's critical. And we still uh, have to be very cautious as we move forward with that. But I think we have had to learn how to do things differently. Yes. We have simple things like that. we I think we as a as a country we got very careless with our personal hygiene, yes. washing of hands, um, being uh, somewhat distant from people. Uh, we're so used to being very crowded in spaces. We just have to re reevaluate all that. Uh, we still have the common flu, the common cold, yeah. other things that we need to respond to. And we have a new understanding and I think a stronger public health sector yes. that is going to help us keep keep us safe long term. Yeah, that's a, that's a big positive for yeah. sure. And we all realize as running businesses as well, there's procedures which we could be sometimes, you know, a little light on that we need to be more rigid and disciplined about. So I think there's always a positive side of it. Now, John, you are as well the mayor of all mayors of California. I find that so cool. You know, we have a great sheriff named John Robertson as well, who gathered all the sheriff every other year here in the state of California. And I love it because you see all those great people in one room. How is it with the mayors and how do you get that position and how does it function? I've, I've been involved with the League of California Cities uh, for 15 years, wow. and I became the president this year of that organization. We represent all 482 cities in California. 482. And 482, and you can imagine, uh, it's unique to have somebody leading an organization of that size that, that represents a population under 3,000, but we are such a unique experience in a community here in Yountville. We're a small town, but an international destination, and so, um, I use the skills that I have learned over the many years, not only as mayor, but on the council here, Yes. and interacting with my colleagues through an association like the League, where we learn best practices, what's happening in urban cities, rural cities, large, small, mm -hmm. coastal. Right now, one of the um, sectors that I rely on the most is, are the cities that have tourist-based economies. We are working very tightly together about how do we respond, again, reopening safely, strategically, mm -hmm. but bringing our, our businesses back because they're in crisis mode uh, in all, across the, all country, across the country, but across California. Mm -hmm. So we want to do that smartly, sharing thoughts, sharing what's happening in other communities yes. helps us do the right thing here. That's exciting. Well, maybe, John, as you're a great wine lover, you have an amazing collection. I've been very fortunate to know what John drinks 
on a regular basis, and it's a very good thing. Only JCB and Raymond. Oh, thank We're you. Occasionally Deloche, but that's a whole other county, so. <laughs> well, talking about another county, we, we chose a French wine True. to commend you for what you're doing because, you know, the friendship of France and America has been in place for centuries, and we so much admire the leadership of the U.S. How would you describe in maybe three words that wine? You realize an elected official can't just use three words for anything. I'll start with that. But I would say um, vibrant. Yes. Ooh, I like that term. Uh, subtle. Yes. And effervescent. Ooh. That's very good. Don't, so, don't ask me to spell that. So maybe as we, we describe those three words, and that should be the next three words on our back label, because... We choose always three words, and I'm so glad none of those were chosen. So maybe the new vintage will have those three words. You see, you always get inspired by your mayor. By the way, John, mention to everybody one of the great things you do at Christmas. I love this tradition, and I'm thinking bubbles, I'm thinking celebration. I'm not thinking Christmas yet, but with the tree and what you do for the town, because it shows how great of a mayor John is and what he does for his amazing community that we luckily to belong to. Well, and I appreciate that you're trying to give me all the credit for this, and I, I won't take it, but I'll share it. Um, yes. We love to turn Yonville into what I uh, like to call a snow globe. Um, we, we're a snow globe because we, we light up our Main Street, Washington Street, up and down our entire one and a half miles of Yonville. The businesses also light up. We have carriage rides. We work through our uh, Yonville Chamber of Commerce, who yes. really does the heavy lifting They're on amazing making that happen well. over a six-week period where we just have the holidays in Yonville. So you come here, you have beautiful wine tasting, amazing culinary experiences, some great shopping so you can be ready for the holidays. But we also just come here and celebrate life. That's right. We enjoy each other as a, as a community. But we invite people to come in and, and uh, enjoy that experience with us. Which is amazing. So don't think Youngville should only be between really the spring and no. the end of the summer. It should be all year long. That's why we make Cabernet, right? That's why we... Well, we'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. Let's go. Tonight, the theme, before we decided to, yeah. to get together, and we really wanted to get John immediately because today's a huge day. Today's an enormous day. After 90 days of all of us looking at each other at a distance, we still do, but we could finally open our doors and welcome all of you. John, as we taste this wine, give everyone the economics of Yonville, because I was amazed about what Yonville represents in the United States. It's one of the most incredible towns of the entire country. We think of Beverly Hills, we think of the Fifth Avenue, we think of you know, the Hamptons. This is even more. We have really grown around the Napa Valley wine country and the experience that's uh, offered here. We have amazing artisans. So we have artisans that are making amazing wines like this. We have culinary artisans yes. that, are, that have elevated Yonville in particular to the highest level in the world, yeah. which is fantastic. Uh, but we also have the, cre the creativity that we see there's a little creativity in this space, for example, but uh, 
we bring that all together for a very unique experience. Again, it's a, it's a very small town, and we love the, the human interaction. And that's one of the things that's really been challenging for us for these last three months is we love to be out on the street, seeing each other. One thing that you will always experience here in Yonkville is when you're walking down the street, you don't look down and you just pass by people. You actually look at each other, look in the eye, smile, say hello, engage with people sometimes. You never know when you're either walking down the street or sharing a tasting experience, enjoying a fine meal, whom it is that you're sitting next to. It could be one of the finest winemakers in the world, one of the best chefs in the world, uh, or locals that bring really fun uh, stories of their own lives. That's right. Especially one thing that a lot of folks don't know about that are outside the area. So we have the oldest and largest veterans home in the country as part of our 3,000 residents here in Yountville. Some of our veterans will come into town and just socialize and to yeah. hear the stories that they share, it's really incredible. So that's the, that's that social interaction is what we're really craving and waiting to come back. And I love it, uh, dear friends. We're drinking a Burgundy wine now, which is a Puy Fusay, which is a small town in southern Burgundy as well. I was raised in a town of 200 people. And you knew everyone, you interacted with everyone. That town could not contain you. <laughs> Every generation. And that's the cool part of it, isn't it? Now, I need to confess, Mayor Dunbar convinced me to come to Yonville. Right? I mean, you should say that story as we taste the wine. So how many years ago did I start? Because I courted you for probably two years at least. That's right. And I love the feeling and the emotion. That was exciting. But you were looking to expand your operation, your portfolio mm -hmm. here in the Napa Valley. And I was already familiar with you and knew what you were already doing at Raymond and knew you were looking for something that was unique and creative and very much Jean-Charles, yes, uh, and I felt like it really belonged here to have this experience here and we've been able to uh, enjoy that for so many years now, That's but right. it did it did take well lobbying for at least two years. And, and dear friends, when does a mayor really so proactively look for business people that would contribute to a town? And, and for me coming from France, it was very unusual. I love the feeling. And John saw something that I did not immediately saw. And this is why in life it's not only so important to listen, but at the same time to put yourself in a new context, specifically after what we've lived. So, John, we're trying a Puy Fusay. Puy Fusay is that village in southern Burgundy that is where Chardonnay started. So when we talk about Chardonnay sometimes, we think maybe it started in Napa Valley, maybe it started in the Sonoma Valley, but it did start in a small village, believe it or not, named Chardonnay, under the 15th century, and the town next to it is Puy Fusay. So, how would you describe this wine as an expert of wine? I'm still learning French wines, I'll start with that, but I, this is, it, it has such a, a soft palate to it, so it, some Chardonnays can be very kind of buttery, very malolactic, yes. um, almost heavy on the palate, unless you're having the right kind of food pairing. And so, or a very hot day, enjoying something like that. This is, is more elegant, a um, little bit softer. I get kind of, um, there's a little sweetness in there, I don't mm -hmm. know, like a honey or yeah. something like that. Honeysuckle, I totally agree with that. So, um, uh, I think it's beautiful. Well, thank you. Thank you, John, because this is the oldest house 
one of the oldest commercial house of Burgundy. We call it a house, a maison. You know, they've been making wine since 1750. And interesting story, as the next question is all about you and how you became mayor and why. Those people became winemaker by accident. You know, they were living in Lyon, bringing and selling silk and drapery to Northern Europe, always stopping in Burgundy to offer gifts to their customers and distributors. And one of the men, of course, fell in love with a charming lady. The next thing he knew, she was pregnant, and he said, I might as well stay here. And this was the beginning of the dynasty of the Bouchard uh, family and the Bouchard winery. So quite amazing. On that note, is it a similar story that drove John Dunbar to Yelmville? It's a little different than that. Uh, by the way, your knowledge of history, whether it's French, American, Napa Valley, it's always been incredible and very impressive. So I, I, I know I'm always going to learn something I did not know <laughs> each time that we get together and talk. But uh, I actually learned of Yelmville and the Napa Valley when I was an early teen because my my family, I grew up in Oakland, California, and I had cousins that lived on the Veterans Home campus because my uncle was the chief of surgery there. Oh. My aunt was also a nurse. My aunt, still to this day, 94 years old, lives here in Yonville. She, she never left. My, my uncle has passed away, but he was the chief of surgery for over uh, 20 years. And so my family would come up and visit my cousins. When you're 12, 13, 14, you don't really appreciate the Veterans Home, nor do you really appreciate the Napa Valley. But when I was at UC Davis going to school, we would day trip out here like so many people would, and I got to know the Napa Valley and also Yonkville in a very different, more adult way. Yes. Yonkville was still kind of a sleepy town. It was still emerging. Uh, that was a couple decades ago now that we're talking about, but uh, a few decades, unfortunately. Uh, but there's been a real evolution of Yonkville that's what I fell in love with when I first moved here in 1998. Uh, and so it's been 22 years now. Uh, sometimes hard to believe, and sometimes yeah. it feels like it's, a, it's been even longer in a very good way. But I've seen uh, the evolution of this community. Uh, again, we have worked very hard to still- But what made you become the mayor of it? So what made you to run into us? So that, that leads me to, um, my personality is not one to kind of sit on the sidelines and watch other people do the work and yes. and sometimes criticize maybe or, or second guess so i started very early on just going i know this sounds kind of nerdy but it's true i started going to council meetings because i wanted to learn more about this wonderful small community yeah growing up in, a, in an urban city like oakland was a very different experience and so i could tell right away this was a very well-connected, tight-knit community. So I wanted to learn. Mm -hmm. Before I knew it, I was on the town council in 2004, ran for mayor successfully in 2010, and I'm in my third term now as mayor. And, and I'm very proud of the, the role I've played, yes. uh, and I continue to play uh, with my colleagues. And we've really, I think, seen a great evolution of our community, our business sector, while we've really been able to maintain the small, tight character of Yonkville. For sure. So John, you know, first of all, very impressive, starting with a council meeting, progression, and then went for the election. 
And this is a great advice for a lot of people today, thinking, what am I going to do? Because a lot of people are in a situation where they're reassessing what they want to do, who they want to be, what do they want to become. And I think that's a great example. What drives that passion that John has? Well, it really is about serving my community. And I, I absolutely credit my parents for mm -hmm. uh, instilling that in both my two older brothers and in me. My oldest brother, Pete, was a law enforcement police officer his yep. entire career. Uh, he rose to the level of uh, police chief. Uh, my brother, Mike, is an engineer and now an almost 19-year survivor of brain cancer. So he inspires me for his fortitude and inspiration as a survivor of that in his life. But we have always been kind of community-focused yes. and wanting to serve our community. I wasn't really satisfied with that when I had my job at UC Berkeley. It felt very much like a job. Mm -hmm. It was a great atmosphere uh, working with a high level of college athletics, but there wasn't a satisfaction to the commitment that I was making. Right. I have found that as a public servant here now. And is that your passion? It really has become my passion. I, I transitioned my whole focus of my life from Berkeley to Yonville, yes. and that's when I really um, took the next steps, even beyond being mayor of Yonville, uh, to be very engaged countywide, statewide, and even now at the national level. So I, when I get into something, I get all the way in yes. and want to make sure I can do it the best way possible. So how would you like to leave a mark in Yonville and or you already have, but what mark do you think will be the most remembered? I hope that uh, once this time in my life is a chapter that's written and I'm writing another one that might be a little bit more um, calm, I would say, yes. and even maybe uh, uh, something that I can uh, plan what, what's going to happen day to day, which is not the case right now. But I, I want to be able to say I've helped evolve the town of Yonville yes. uh, in hopefully mostly, if not all, good positive ways. Uh, bringing a business sector, uh, business experience, a way for our, again, our artisans to be able to showcase their talents, yes. but also in, you know, welcome the world to Yonkville. And this is such a special place. And let's not forget the natural beauty of Yonkville and the Napa Valley. It's spectacular. And so there is not a better place or a better experience than you can have enjoying fine wine enjoying a fine meal, company with people you love, and in a setting like this, we still need to hold on to the realities of what's happening around us. That's right. uh, we are not in an isolated bubble. And so not only about this pandemic uh, crisis, but we need to be socially aware. We need to be responsive to all of our community members, uh, regardless of any demographics. And so we aren't just isolated here. I, I hope that also when I look back on my career as an elected official, people will know the impact and the influence I have had on social justice, equality, inclusion. That's right. uh, this, here we are in June and celebrating Pride Month. Mm -hmm. We uh, proudly fly the rainbow flag in front Absolutely. of Town Hall. Mm -hmm. And so we bring so many different people, so many different um, 
demographics together, it makes us all better. It makes us have a better experience in life. For sure. Well, on that note, let's celebrate Pride Month with a very unique wine. And John, I believe we've never had this wine in history together. We made only 1,200 bottles of it. And this is a wine that Napoleon enjoyed as early as 1798, post-French Revolution, in a small town in Burgundy that you love. You know Jeuré-Chambertin well. Yes. You know Chambol-Musigny well. It's nested in between. And Napoleon took the cuttings of this town and actually brought them as well to Northern Italy. He was in love, as you know, with an Italian lady. He brought the cuttings, planted what is Piemonte today with French cuttings. This is why Nebbiolo, Barolo grapes is very similar to Burgundy. What is exciting here is Napoleon loved it so much, and it's in relation to my last question to you, how you want to be remembered in, in Yonville, which you need to tell us about in further details. He wanted to be remembered in Burgundy as being there and having his sculpture on top of that village. So believe it or not, François Rude, R-U-D-E, a very famous sculptor of the late 18th century, did a 12 feet wide portrait, uh, sculpture of Napoleon, laying and saying, if it's my last breath, that would be the wine I want to have. So we're having it tonight. Wow. Not that it's going to be our last breath, because right. we're going to keep breathing. But and I don't think anyone wants to see me 12 feet wide. I don't. <laughs> well, who knows? Cheers. But, so how would you like, before we move into a few personal questions, how would you like to be remembered in this town as well? Because as all the things we do, you know, question one day, someone asked me is, as people drive in front of your house in 100 years, what would you like for people to say? Or what would you like them to read the plaque? And I said, on the plaque would be, here he was, he kept dreaming, and he's still dreaming. Three little dots. So that would be mine. So what would be yours? Well, you had time to think that up uh, on the fly. I, would, I just would like my legacy to be that I dedicated my public service to making my community better. Yeah. to uh, keep my, my community vibrant, safe, yes. um, engaged. And I know that, that I have a very, um, I'm, I'm very fortunate to be in the leadership position that I am in. Yes. I take it very seriously. And I, I hope that people will remember my tenure with the passion and the uh, seriousness that I have committed. Yes. Uh, I, I do... Uh, and I can say that, yes, for sure. Yeah, I mean, to my, to my core, I really uh, have dedicated my life to this service. And there will be a time in the, in the future where I'm going to need to step aside yes. and take on maybe a different role, but um, not only to uh, encourage new leadership to follow, but also this can be exhausting. Yes. And... What we are going through right now can be... But you look so young and fresh and rested I in spite of what's happening. I will always be seven years older than you, uh, so we don't have to talk about ages right now. 
but uh, uh, the the magnitude of what's happening in yes. our lives right now, I take also very seriously. There's an opportunity to affect generations, and taking these challenges that we're facing today and making them opportunities to really have an impact, literally for generations. We've seen that in the making of wine and the storytelling that you're sharing about the history of some of these wines, that these are generational impacts that Absolutely. we're talking about. And I hope that I can be a part of that generational impact in our um, equality, in our um, recognition of everybody being equal, um, and having uh, a respect for civil that. rights. Yes. Uh, and also recognizing that if there's something that's that needs to be fixed, we fix it. We don't ignore it. And um, so I just I hope that my passion and my dedication to serving this community um, will be put in much shorter language on that plaque. Well, when it's time. Well, and this is this is fabulous and so commanding, and that's. Really, beyond everything else, what I admire, not the most, because there's a lot of things I admire in you. What advice, you know, the last 30 days have been so unique. The uh, movement we obviously experiencing right now, rightfully so in many ways, to make our world a better place. And I just don't say America, our world, because right. everybody is rightfully so reacting to that. And to the people who want to enter, public service. A lot of people are reassessing. What do they want to do? What advice would you give to everyone who is looking into doing what you're doing? I would like everyone to be passionate about the responsibility and the opportunity to um, lead a community. Yeah. That community might be 3,000, under 3,000 like Yountville. It could be multi-millions of people in a community. Los Angeles. New York, uh, San Francisco, whatever your home and, and where you want to serve, you really do need to be passionate about it. Mm -hmm. uh, there are very easy, very fun days. There are great uh, experiences that, that uh, I get to enjoy that I would not get to enjoy otherwise. But there's also very real and very serious responsibility that goes with it. You also need to be prepared for kind of a, a, a loss of personal life and personal space. Um, and it has a cost. I have embraced that my life is yeah. as exposed as it will ever be, um, whether it's walking the dogs, whether it's you know checking the mail, it's going out for um, you know a nice dinner with my girlfriend Jerry, or uh, being with friends, there may be the interruption about X, Y, or Z. For sure. That, that I own as my responsibility in this role. People around me don't always understand or appreciate that same experience, but uh, like I said earlier, I'm all in on doing this, and so whatever that means to uh, committing my personal life as well as my, I barely call it professional life based on yes. what what we do this for in terms of There's monetary. no boundary between them. Yeah, yeah. so, um, it's really about being passionate and being committed, but being prepared for the impact on on what that means to your quality of life. So everybody heard. So to that, yes. we've got to have a wine from Yonville. Stephanie Putnam at Raymond Vineyards makes an amazing wine. 
that comes from the edge of the town of Yongville. And this is our AVA, Yongville. So when you know it in Yongville, where can we find you? And anything to share that we don't know? Hmm. It could be a passion, it could be a secret, it could be anything that you may want to divulge. A mayor it's just, be, it's just between us after all. Oh, for it's sure. And nobody will know. I promise I won't say. I do find kind of a stress relief or uh, kind of mental, physical uh, cleansing, getting out on the golf course, uh, oh. getting, on, getting on my bike and riding. Uh, I've got a, a great uh, cycling partner uh, in Joe Tagliabashi, our public works director here yeah. in town. Um, and we get out as often as we can. Sometimes we'll go for 40, 45 miles. Wow. Three and a half hours. That's why those legs are so yeah. strong. That's right. I haven't even had a chance oh, to show Ladies off and gentlemen, look at that. The JCB socks. Well, what is even more important, because my socks are this way. I have a lot of hair. But John, if you could see what I could see, has I'm not that shiny, dedicated cyclist. Shiny, soft skin. I would love to come close. Typically, you know, when we sit close to one another, I go close to his calf. Just to get him excited a little. We almost made it all the way through, <laughs> almost. But by uh, getting out, because you know this valley is so beautiful. Yes. You know, sometimes uh, Jerry and I'll be talking about, okay, do you want to get away and go to the coast, which is fabulous, or or go somewhere else? And often we'll just say, why are we thinking about going somewhere else when we're at the most spectacular, beautiful well, place you can go. Well, you may want to talk about it. We can bike. We have an amazing trail. To the Vine Trail, right now, it's uh, close to 20 miles of dedicated bike path. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a lot of great areas throughout the valley that are kind of low traffic impact, but beautiful. To, nothing better. To, last weekend and the weekend before, uh, we went riding through the Carneros uh, Vineyard country. Uh, then... Last week we rode from Yountville through St. Helena to Calistoga, back down the Silverado Trail. Do you have a little bit of that juice in your refilling bike? Uh, I usually start with a sip of bubbles before for the inspiration, and then typically it's more of a Bloody Mary refueling. But no question, the wine by lunch, to, again, to rehydrate. It's about hydration. Well, isn't it important to drink at breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Rehydration is part of the diet. You cannot drink all day if you don't start in the morning. So, on that very wise note, tell us about the dream that you have that maybe you've never shared, but the ultimate dream of John Dunbar. So exciting to share the dream. And maybe you want to describe the wine first, because I know the wine is from around your house. I had to drink the wine. Um, this, I think, really is kind of that classic Napa Valley wine. Uh, it's, it's got the boldness, uh, the fruit, but not overpowering. Yeah. And when we were drinking the previous wine, I really got that old world, especially on the nose. Yes. Which uh, I've really, since I have lived here in the Napa Valley, uh, I haven't had, you know, extreme exposure to, the, to French wine but I've had enough to really appreciate that old world style. Same with the Italian wines. Yeah, and I love it because John, you know, we have here an amazing program where you can actually enjoy 
Burgundy wines or Rhone wines. John is a big lover of it. And you know what I love? I'm a collector. Club You're a collector. And you have a great sense of curiosity. That's why I'd love to hear about that dream of yours that you've never I thought shared. I had made you forget about your question. Uh, by the way, I'm going to keep trying. The number three, I think, is, is a beautiful... Um, Thank you. It's a beautiful wine because it does bring the, the yes. two nations together, those styles together, yes. to a really nice, elegant wine that's very approachable. You know, it's, it's, it's a JCB number three, which is a Franco-American blend, which is Burgundy, very close to this middle wine, blended with the Russian River. So this is the ultimate friendship. You know, we always say ocean separates us, wine brings us together. This is really the wine that brings July 4th, meaningful, and July 14th, meaningful, on the French side. True. And what we just left. Let's not forget, Mayor, we just celebrated the incredible, you know, 75th uh, anniversary of the end of World War II. And we should have been there because we were planning to be there if this did not happen. But luckily what happened is not as bad as what happened 75 years ago. And we made a wine similar to that called Victory Day, which is a blend of Sonoma and Napa in honor of the American troops saving France again. Well, again, that's the, I love the creativity that you bring to, and the passion that you bring to the wine experiences. Every, every wine not only has a unique label, but has a unique story behind it. And you can have so many different experiences with the wine. And then when you add the history, how you decided to have that Thank you. particular wine made uh, with the elegance and the artistry that you do. Um, of course, I prefer the Napa Valley wines to the Sonoma wines just slightly. We won't repeat it. But I will acknowledge Sonoma uh, wines are also excellent. Yeah. It's great to see the differences. The Russian River, one of our favorite uh, Appalachians. Um, and it's, I have really started to appreciate those subtle and less subtle differences and uniquenesses in these wines. So um, that's also, I think, one of the reasons people keep coming back to the Napa Valley, coming back to Yonville, because every experience is going to be just a little bit different, a little more special, a little more unique. That's right. And I completely forgot the question you were <laughs> trying to get me to answer. So, dear friends, this is sadly our last question that Mayor will have to answer. The art of being a political... <laughs> elected member of this amazing country that is America is often not to answer the question you ask. <laughs> Have you noticed that? If you haven't, I will invite you on it. So John, it could be a dream, it could be a secret that you've never shared, that you would want to give everybody about you, Yonville, your life, or what you haven't achieved yet and, and remains to, to do. Okay, so why the question? Without uh, shedding a tear, as we used to see on other very probing interviews uh, on, on network television, um, yes, uh, I would say something that people don't really know much about me, um, people might be a little surprised about my musical style, yeah. um, and I, I like to you know, blame my Oakland upbringing for this. But I'm, I'm very much into hip-hop and rap. Love it. Um, which people look at me and they kind of like, really? So conservative. Uh, but um, I like wide range. I mean, huge jazz, 
love blues. But you love hip hop too. I do. I do. So we know what to play next time when we invite the mayor to party. Well, you know the uh, the EDM that you like to play. Yes. Um, I'm also impressed by. So no wonder you're always moving, always no. moving. But um, so. And you the, play music yourself? No, I'm not talented enough. But I, 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 one of those things that I wished I had been able to do in my life. I think it's probably too late, but maybe not, is to learn the bagpipes. Oh. Being uh, Scottish, Scottish and Irish, Scott, yeah. uh, with a little German in, in me also, um, I love the pipes. love to hear them, but I love to hear them played well. When learning how to play the pipes, it can be excruciating, uh, not only for the person playing, but for anyone in earshot of the person playing. So I got as far as practicing with a chanter and, and trying to get the, the reeds down, but never went so far as to to buy the pipes themselves. So Well, follow your passion, you never know. You may see the mayor of Yonville in red socks, in tight shorts, because he's a biker, with his lovely cleats, on July 4th parade in Yonville, with a bagpipe. With the American flag, of course. I'd love to see that image. Maybe I'll draw it next time. Yeah, right. John, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for being an inspiration. Thank you for being such an unbelievable leader in a town, in a community, in a state. Thanks for bringing us together. Thanks for making things happen. Cheers. And I want everyone to remember John Dunbar. Thank you, John. Stay safe, everybody.